Hi, and welcome to the Slush Podcast. As you probably know, Slush is the world's leading startup event. You're about to hear an interview conducted at Slush 2017 on the Founders Studio stage, where the biggest names in tech sit down for an intimate Q&A. Lukasz Gadowski is the co-founder of world's leading food delivery company, Delivery Hero. He's also the chair of Volocopter, a drone delivery system. He talked with Johanny Mykkänen. Okay, hi everyone. How are we doing? Hey, welcome, Lucas. Awesome, awesome to have you here. Thank you. You are among many things. Like, let's get to that. All the other, th- all the things that you've been doing. But you are a co-founder and and the chairman at Delivery Hero, which is a multi-billion-dollar uh, a player in in the food delivery business. So, in your view, like this is a market which is you know growing big time. What do you think is the thing that people are kind of missing like what's the thing that the big audience still hasn't gotten about what's going on uh, in this market is is there is there something like that no i think the big audience understands the market yeah is the, is it like if you compare like you guys are uh, you're you're huge and you're grown a lot through acquisitions and then we have players like uh, uber eats uh, deliveroo uh, foodora which is like your brand all these kind of newer players. How do you see the competition uh, landscape forming? Since some of these guys have like billions in the bank, and some will have few hundred millions, and some are like smaller, like us. So, what do you think is going to happen? I think you are the best <laughs> because of your good in product. No, but I would be like to answer that. I would be curious to see like who like in the audience is like how interested are you? How detailed can we go? So like, how many of you here in this audience um, are involved in like this food delivery market? Maybe raise your hand. Woohoo, a lot. So really here to, 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 to learn about that, yeah. Um, no, I think like small players like you, especially doing well on product, like there's there, there's always um, always a niche to fight the way up, yeah. Can you come up with some innovation to disrupt the whole market? Uh, I would say difficult for the foreseeable future since like the the whole disruption just happened, so it's still fresh disruption, so you have to wait another twenty years. For new technologies come up to enable one more disruption, maybe. Is this does this answer the question or like? Yeah, 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 for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. You're also an investor, and you have you're made like more than 100 angel investments, right? Uh, do you, there's a question here from the uh, co- audience? As an investor, do you invest only in meal delivery related companies or totally something else as well? If, if only in delivery related companies. Yeah, there's a question like, is it only like, are you only looking at the food space or something like, fully different as well as an investor? No, like, um, I mean, like more more than the food space, like more generic would be like marketplaces, right? Since this is a marketplace, so this would be the generic thing. Um, but now I'm geared more towards um, towards aviation, towards e-mobility. This is what I what I'm what I look at uh, m- more recently. Yeah, so like. This other theme that I'm involved in, like the Volocopter team, the flying cars, flying taxi theme. So this is one emphasis of my of my investments. And then one other is like just like probably everyone who is a successful entrepreneur, investor, doing like follow your past uh, connections, your past network. Yeah. So when someone who was an employee with one of our companies before and who we know well, or, or a former partner, we did already business together, and they start something new. 
um, then then this is also like something where we invest, or when something is really exciting, like and, and very uh, specifically when it's very innovative, you know, something that's that's cool. Um, just thinking, what would be an example of that? Uh, I don't, I, I, it, it, there's you know a lot of uh, you know startup-minded people here. A lot of a lot of the people that Slots are doing their own company. As an investor, uh, what do you look at when you're thinking of if you want to make an investment? Because some people go with their gut, and some have a very strict philosophy of of where to invest. So again, there are so many opportunities. Yeah. So unless it's something that fits my vertical focus, in this case, either aviation or marketplace, I just say no. This is one uh, one guiding. Then the other is like I work together with Target Global. Target Global is a fund based in Berlin and trending up. It's a collection of funds, series of funds. So sometimes I channel things to them when I know they're interested in it. It could be fintech, could be insurance, yeah, could be more technology orientated things or things in Israel because if they also have some roots in Israel. And then uh, yeah, and then then again like past network. But in general, I would look at like what is the concept, what is the product, and, and then also obviously what is the team. Yeah, and like basically, do you feel some energy somehow, some spark that somehow connects to what I'm doing? Yeah, sure. Um, that makes makes sense. Um, another question from the audience here: uh, it, What's your vision uh, for food delivery? Will restaurants cease to exist? Probably meaning like as they are now, because someone still needs to make some food. I mean, in an in an apocalyptic scenario. Everything is going to cease to exist. But what do you think? What will happen <laughs> to the restaurant experience as, as we know it? Like, you know, we, we know it's been around for a few hundred years. You have a place where people go and sit and they have a good time. Is that really about, is that about to change? So, so we need to get in touch with Ray Kurzweil to ask him about that, right? And Ray Kurzweil would say something like the singularity is near. And then we have to ask ourselves if the singularity is here and within us, in us, around us, we're part of the singularity. Will we need restaurants? Not sure. But like, there will be steps in between. Yeah? For example, like you asked me what the, I mean, like kitchens, cloud kitchens. It's interesting, right? Cloud kitchens, robots. Yeah? You have like, uh, I've been taking a stroll to the beautiful, how, um, beautiful venue at Slash. And there's, for example, ABB displaying a robot stirring coffee or whatever. Like, is it imaginable that like sometime not too far in the future, we're going to have robots preparing our dishes, and this will disrupt the kitchen industry. I would say, yes. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yes, I would say yes. We will switch now to the um, to the TED Talk style, maybe the yeah. TED Talk presentation Q and A style. Yeah. Can you can you ask a question in a way that it's like a TED Talk? Can I ask a TED Talk type of a question? Yeah, like no, like the the tonality of the question is like a TED Talk. Can you do this? Oh, uh, sorry, I'm not familiar with the genre, <laughs> but uh, let, me, let me try this question. And for this, I want to kind of cheer it from here. Uh, you are, uh, you know, the one. What we know, everyone knows. You know, your co-founder, uh, uh, chairman of board, delivery hero, but you're also like a. You know, as you mentioned on the stage, you've uh, been the CEO of Spreadshirt. You're now, you know, co-founder partner at, at Company Builder, co-founder and advisor at Point Nine Capital, founding investor and company builder at like Study VZ, Mr. Specs, Brands Friends, Brands for Friends, sorry, Sponsor Pay, Fitfox Group, and many others. Like, what? How are you humanely, you know, available for all this? It's one one uh, answer to that is like. 
there's this fabulous concept of time. Yeah, and it goes linear from one direction to the other. So all those things that you just mentioned are not done simultaneously. Some of them I did in the past. <laughs> so they take very little time in the present or in the but you're time. Not still, you're still not like 80 years old. Like you're, you're like a young, young person. Like, uh, so. Oh yeah, so when I, I started young, but not too young. I think this is not too exceptional. I mean, like I started to become an, be an entrepreneur um, adjacent to my studies, basically. That's my answer. I've been very motivated. Very motivated to become an entrepreneur. Uh, how about this? Like you are also uh, the founder of, of a tech magazine, which is very influential in uh, web media, especially in Germany. Um, what do you think? Does the mainstream media like yet know how to cover startups? At least in Finland, we seem to have a, a bit of a problem there. Does the mainstream media know how to cover startups? I would say yes. <laughs> I would say yes, but like general, like the whole startup ecosystem is still continuing to be on the rise, yeah. Because of like going back to this Ray Kurzweil accelerated dynamics, more innovation thing, um, this exponential growth of technologies. Let's say I think it's really happening. And then when you look like how our world is organized, it's organized within large corporations, government states, and all of that. And then those, by definition, are not are not designed to be very. Uh, Innovative, they're more designed to be stable. Yeah, so we have like a shift from like sort of like re rebuilding society to become more entrepreneurial, and this is what we see here. This is why we see those funds. Right, the whole industry is, is sort of growing. Yeah, and like, and you have tech conferences with fancy lightning. It's really fancy lightning uh, at this tech conference. I've also heard there's a sauna outside. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Have to have to go and give that a try. But um, how about like you know, if we get to more specifics, you, you mentioned the singularity. Do you think the artificial intelligence hype at the moment is it like is it too much? Is it in the right spot? Are we actually you know under undervaluing what's going to happen? There's the saying like short term you overestimate, long term no. Short term you underestimate, long term you overestimate. No, long term we underestimate. Yeah. Short term we doesn't matter. Long term, we underestimate. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool to see what's out there again. Like those robot hands that do something, and you can program them like an app. There's a company in Munich called Franka Emika. They did this very beautifully. Yeah. So like, the robots are coming, and this robot can only feel. It's tactile. It cannot see yet. And I've been on a call with those with with the founders there, and they describe themselves like the. What Boston Dynamics, who probably everyone here is familiar with, who knows Boston Dynamics? Please raise your hand. Who know? Please wave your hand now. Let's have some fun here. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. So like they said, like what Boston Dynamics is for walking, they are like for for grabbing and feeling, yeah. And then you think like, okay, but then obviously it's a very simple step to um, to imagine those two things combined, right? Then you have this walking thing that one can also feel. And when I had this call with them, I realized yeah, there's probably some startup somewhere which is not Google or whatever, because everybody is about cracking vision, computer vision, and all of that, like cracking this piece of the puzzle. And then like just someone integrates those pieces of the puzzle, and it's going to be amazing. And we will have our butler at home, um, butler at home, butler at home. <laughs> Do you think I, I could pass the Turing test? Yeah. yeah. More questions from the audience. Um, is Delivery Hero working at the moment? 
on the tangible innovation in the meal delivery, such as delivery vehicles, packaging, etc.? And if yes, what can we expect? Working on tangible stuff, yeah. I mean, like it's 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 a company. Where it depends how how you count, like how many employees are there, like. But it's thousands, yes. Yeah? So we're probably working on everything that's manageable, imaginable, and that makes sense and that delivers value. And the mission of delivery here is to do to 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 deliver the the best takeaway experience, right? And we're really focused on that. So wherever it makes sense to do something tangible, we 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 do it, yeah. And then. Wherever it makes sense to partner with great entrepreneurs that deliver sufficient value, we do it. So I think this is the, 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 the secret sauce with Deliver Heroes, like that we've been able to, to partner up with a lot, of, uh, a lot of people, including small startups or medium-sized startups or startups, startups trending high. So excited about that. Uh, when do you expect we'll have drone deliveries? When? Yeah. Drone in the air or on the ground. Um, I think we, we we're going to see early I mean, like early applications. I expect are happening right now as we speak. I let it sing in again, like TED style. So yeah, <laughs> for example, Zipline is there in in uh, I think Rwanda. So they they deliver blood samples via drones, yeah, and it's successful. It's deployed. And there you have, you see that the problem is so big, like with, with blood supplies in rural areas of, in this case, in uh, some African country, let's say. The value is so high that people go at great lengths and then use the technologies that are already there. And it looks a bit funny. They have like a drone launch by a catapult, yeah? And when it lands, it lands on a, like a trampoline. And like the, the tech people are scoffing at them like, this is really shit tech, but it works. It works and saves lives. So, and this is, I think, how the adaption will go. We will have these type of use cases. Yeah? And I know, for example, in Switzerland, they, together with whatever, the Swiss Post, and, and they, they, they test first routes where they also transport blood samples between two hospitals that have a steep elevation in between them. So early applications are already on the way. Mass adaption, I don't know. Like it has to be super, 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 super safe. Yeah, it has to be as safe as aviation. And one thing that we didn't talk about so much is like I'm really fascinated and excited about is like this um, flying cars uh, uh, industry. And there we see like I mean in, in planes, aviation, we used to have things to to, to tend to the power of uh, uh, minus nine safe and redundant and this will ha have to happen for inner city drone delivery as well and then regulators will allow it yeah then depends on how noisy it is you might have be restricted to operating hours whatever but as soon as it's super safe yeah so whoever is the first one to make it so safe that it convinces regulators go for it there's a question in the audience Ooh. cool let's get it my question is you've been talking about disruption in delivery hero oh with uh, things such as uh, innovation and technology. But my question would be, what do you think of the disruption in terms of the market that it's, the food isn't coming from restaurants anymore only, but also from home cooks, that they're starting to offer food out of their kitchens. How do you see this as a, a disruption for your existing business? I, I don't think it's a disruption. I think it's, it's a niche, a niche that maybe long-term might be big enough but like short term, I, I would be very surprised if it would, if something like that is able to grow so fast that it's going to be disruptive. But I think it's really cool, by the way. 
I think it's cool that it exists and, and, and that passionate people can prepare their favorite dish in the kitchen and this and that. Obviously, here again, regulation and trust kicks in again. Yeah, because of like, it's a trust. And it's maybe not even fair because of why do I, some, some of the restaurants are really not well managed. Yeah, I'm not telling a secret here, right? This is also why we have ratings that deliver here, and delivery is really great, I mean, and all of that. But yeah, yeah, some of it is maybe unfair, but it's a trust issue. Yeah? You know, like, I don't want even to mention the word terrorist here. This is why I'm not mentioning it. But uh, back to your, to your question, I think it's a cool concept, but not disruptive on a large scale anytime soon. I would like to ask you about something very different. Um, you are, you know, you're the founder of a multi-billion-dollar company which, uh, you know, employs thousands of people. Another, you know, multi-billion-dollar company which employs thousands of people has, has been Uber, and those guys have been in deep, you know, both success and trouble in the last few years. What's your take on, on their situation? How, did they do something wrong? Uh, you know, do you have empathy for them? Do you think, you know, they should change something? Probably they did a lot of things wrong, but first of all, they did a lot of things right. This is why they exist and why they're so big and, 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 and truly disruptive and leading the way, yeah? Um, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, just like your, your thoughts on Uber in, in general, like, you know, for, let's say Travis Kalanick, you know, what do you, what do you think of the guy? I, 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 don't, I don't know anything. If you would walk in here now, I wouldn't recognize his face because of to your other question, is the media covering... Uh, I don't read the media a lot. I wouldn't recognize him even. I don't know. I know that he's a very controversial figure. Yeah. So he probably he's very edgy as a character and some things he did really, really great, but like he's not around it. And then, and then they have, on the one hand, they have the benefit of this edginess and on the other hand, they have to, to pay for it. Yeah? Let's say. So do they live up to the potential in total? Probably not. I mean, like, there's this book from good to great. The best leaders are the level five leaders, less about ego and all of that. He doesn't seem to be that. So I wish them good luck with their, with their successor now, yeah? There's obviously been some dirty tactics reported with, with those guys. Do you think such growth is possible? Uh, one with, more with question there, by the way. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, yeah let's, if you can get, get the mic there. Do you think that such growth is possible by playing it nice? Or is it required that you, you know... We, we have to wake up the microphone goods. If, uh, if the... Um, <laughs> she's texting, look at her. Let's call her out. <laughs> we got one mic on this Just side. Just joking. She's not taking her job seriously. She, you should work at Uber. They will teach you. Just joking, <laughs> sorry. Um, the question was? Let's go to the audience question. I'm, I'm sure it's more interesting. Hey, Marty here from Epic Foods. I wanted to follow up a bit on the previous question about how eating will or might change. If, if some buildings in Singapore don't have kitchens anymore, if you have a niche markets, home cooks and leftover food. So where do you see this leading in 10 or 20 years? Will the eating habits of people or the cooking habits of people radically change? Yes. They will radically change. Everything will radically change in the next 10 to 20 years. Yeah, cooking habits, eating habits. I mean, like the the, the big thing here is also like meat. Yeah, I mean the whole meat industry. I mean, it's, it's also not right, sort of right. So this will be a disruption. This will be a transformation. Um, but like, 
a lot of this also existing infrastructure. Yeah, you mentioned like the first buildings in Singapore not having kitchens. Also, all of that is changing. I mean, like our existing buildings, but this takes long time to replace, right? Today, you would design a building like very different than you did many many years ago. We see co-working, we start to see co-living, all of that. So all of those are different designs, but there's a large inertia there because if we have all this installed base of buildings and stuff like that, and we're not good in tearing down buildings. I mean, Europe has a track record in tearing down buildings, sort of unplanned, but we don't want that again. Looking back on your career, what's your advice for aspiring entrepreneurs? Totally, it has to be totally contextualized, yeah. But like, if I have to pick one, and, and I imagine like a young entrepreneur, like I don't know, like learn first, learn, learn a lot, do like fast-paced, um, uh, how you say it, like stations, station, you would say in German, and then and, and then learn. Yes, for example, my my experience was I did a two-month internship at Procter and Gamble. It was super valuable. I copied the culture of Procter and Gamble in terms of like hiring, evaluating, and stuff like that for my T-shirt startup. I think it would never have been so successful without those two very valuable months. Yeah, I did another internship at a startup in Berlin back then, in a time where there have been very few startups. So all the best people flocked there. So, and then this applies same here. Before you start something, learn. Yeah, and then like maybe don't do an MBA, but do like eight startup internships, three months each. Yeah, and this is probably more valuable than. Anything. So this would be my for this group of entrepreneurs. Um, this would be my advice. And then, specifically, if you're here in Sweden or whatever, one great place to learn would be Vault because they're really good. Thank you so so much for the kind words. It's been an honor having you. Let's give a big hand to Mr. Lukas Gadowski. Thanks for listening to the Slush Podcast. Find out more about Slush at slush.org. Please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't yet done so, subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>